Graham Couch, Couch in the Root podcast, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, a solid Twitter feed according to the Couch Social Network Foundation, the greatest Twitter feed emanating from anything connected to Michigan State. That is five years in a row. Congratulations, Graham. We do nothing if not pat ourselves on the back. So thank you. I, I do it for a living every day, Monday through Friday, 3 until 6 on 19 stations here in Michigan. Add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and even on the text chain. Uh, it caught a lot of people off guard yesterday, Graham. What, what do you read into from this? What have you heard? And where is Michigan State football at right now moving forward? Yeah, it, it, it caught me off guard as well. And as you, as you look into it a little more, I think um, they were a little more aware there had been some, some noise uh, around Keon for a little while for Keon Coleman. But uh, I think the Peyton Thorne thing caught him off guard. Um, you know, it, it, uh, it's a good question. And sort of the column I wrote today was whether this is a seminal moment in Mel Tucker's tenure or just a, a bad day along the way, you know. And, and I think there are a couple ways to look at it. One is that it is a product of where we are in college sports and people like you and I and most fans aren't going to enjoy college sports probably as much as we once did. And that's just the way it is. It's a more transactional, um, the, the, the transfer portal is, is just made it so it's harder to, uh, you know, have players stay with your program and, and, and get to know them and enjoy it. And, and the way we used to love it. And it doesn't mean everything that's going on is wrong with the game. There's certain things that are, probably, you know, right for players and athletes that, that should have been in place long ago. But so when it's your starting quarterback, potentially, and your top receiver and a starting corner, that those are red flags. Like, that's like, wait a sec, what is going on here? These aren't guys who, this isn't a playing time thing. And I think that's the misnomer with Peyton Thorne, that uh, he was had been told, you know, you're, um, you're not going to be the guy here, and so you should move along and, and – and, that that is not the case, uh, from from what I understand. It um, they expected him to come back. They wanted him back, and I I think he was the front runner to win the job. I mean, you can. It's one of those things where if you can talk to somebody, depending on sort of what you're hoping to hear, that will sort of like I've heard everything from Peyton Thorne was well ahead of the other two in terms of winning that job. To Noah Kim at times was the best quarterback in the spring. To Peyton Hauser was in the mix. To that Kate Hauser was not in the mix. Like he was not really ready yet. And and, and you can it, it's sort of it's it's hard to understand what hundred percent to believe. But I do believe this. I believe that as before yesterday that Peyton Thorne was the front runner to be the starter. Um and that they expected and wanted him back. And I think a couple things. One, and I don't know this a hundred percent, but I, I do think that he was not thrilled with um the way it all played. I think Peyton Thorne think, thinks he sucked it up and played injured and not that he wasn't, not that he was asked to and he didn't want to, but played through a tough season where there were a lot of injuries. There was nobody else who could get them through it any better than he did. And it, he didn't look great doing it. And there are times he didn't play well when he looked healthy too. Oh, this isn't an excuse for, for, for Peyton Thorne, but at times he didn't have a healthy key on Coleman or he didn't have Jaden Reed and, um, and that he probably thought everybody sort of had that same understanding together, that they were just kind of getting through it. And um, and I think he felt a little like he was blamed for it in terms of them opening up the competition and whatnot. But the flip side, if you're MSU, you have to do that. You have to 
um, make that, you know, you have to make it uh, so everybody has an opportunity to win that. You're, you're trying to navigate a situation with younger quarterbacks, too. So I think there was a lot there. I don't know the exact thing that, that pushed Peyton Thorne to say, I want to do this, I want to go somewhere else, I want to play somewhere else. I think he knows he has opportunities and good opportunities, or he wouldn't have done this. Um, the Keon Coleman thing, I think, is a little interesting. They're a, bit, a little different. And they, there have been people, um, you know, nosing around him for a while. Um, and he's a, I, I'd say, a kid who's uh, more easily influenced than, than, you know, I mean, every kid is a little different. And um, I don't know if it, I don't think it's NIL driven, though. I think it's NFL opportunity driven as much as anything. And I don't know that he's reading the situation correctly, but. Um, it, it's clear he wanted to do to do something else, and so the, the question is: like this is going to happen year after year. You, you would think and hope it's not to this degree that it's your, that your starting quarterback potentially in a in a starting uh, receiver. But if you're Michigan State, what you have to do is you have to build a program so that you can lose a couple good players every year. And it's just a nick. The program keeps rolling. Like if Michigan right now lost a couple guys, the program would most likely just keep rolling. If Michigan State basketball were to lose one of the guys who's testing the NBA draft waters, it's not that big a deal. They got a lot of good players. They'll be fine. They can still have a great season. You have to get your program to the point where it doesn't feel like it's really limiting your ceiling and lowering your floor. Graham College from the Lansing State Journal, also co-host on College in the Rue podcast. You can find wherever you download pod, our podcast. Uh, joining us uh, here on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Yeah, the timing of it. Uh, a season that is pivotal for Mel Tucker and his staff to lose three starters. I get the school year is just ending. These guys want to get in to another school, which I'll get to in a moment. But, you know, off of how bad they looked in front of the home fans last year, uh, the underachieving season, uh, man, you know, you take away Kenneth Walker in those first two wins against Michigan, and I'm trying to think you're holding on to that great recruiting class that they were able to hold on to. You're Mel Tucker. This is a, a big year, and you just lost three starters uh, to start the month of May. Yeah, it's not ideal. I mean, the timing is is because it was the final day of the transfer portal, right? And that's So that day is going to be a day I think Michigan State fans will – learn to fear a little bit and every fan base will, will be aware of kind of going forward that's why it happened as it happened and not and not earlier um or not later and a little more spaced out um but yeah no it's it's not a, it's certainly not ideal because what you lose is you don't know what you have in noah kim and kate Nauser. i mean they may have an idea of what they have they may have high hopes for them but you, you certainly you're you're your floor is lowered. And, and people will say, well, if they're going to be a young, you know, because you could look at it like this. In terms of, like I look at their program in terms of when expectations for Mel Tucker are fair to be significantly higher is beginning really 2024 and definitely 2025. When Like 2025 is the year his first real recruiting class becomes seniors and redshirt juniors. And at that point, if it's going to happen under Mel Tucker, it may not happen that year. It doesn't mean they have to beat Ohio State that year, but you should be able to see it. You should be able to say, okay, this is something. And even next year, 2024, I would say you ought to really see the progress. You're starting to get upperclassmen among his recruits. You're, you know, the roster is more permeated with his guys and not just transfers plugging holes and, and, and whatnot. 
And this year, though, even, you do want to see some things start to change. You don't want to lose the same way, and I think that's important. This year should not be a year people expect greatness out of that team. It's just unrealistic. It, 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 it stinks for MSU fans. The timeline isn't great. It's not fun. But what you want is you want to see you want to lose different or be mediocre, mediocre differently. You want to start to see progress on that offensive line, better depth along the defense. You want to win a game maybe because of the defense, not have that group be such a problem that you're just trying to get through. And so I think there is better depth in the program. I think there's a chance that, you know, and it's not that you don't want, um, you know, you'd rather have Keon Coleman, that bona fide guy who gives, uh, you know, gives other teams trouble. But I do think there's a chance that they're better up front on both sides of the ball in terms of depth and, and talent. And, and you start to see some progress there. Will it mean more than six wins? Maybe not. And because I'll, I'll tell you this, if you take, a guy like Jaden Reed off that 2021 team, and we talk about uh, Kenneth Walker, but you just take the big plays he made, the moments he made. You know, they're, they're at best instead of 11 and two, seven and six at best. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I, it's it's not a great deal, but it's also these are two guys who weren't going to be around when they really started winning anyway. And I think if you're Michigan State, you have to look at it like that. This doesn't have to hinder the trajectory of the program. But it definitely is a challenge this season. Graham Couch, uh, more on this Couch in the Room podcast, wherever you download podcasts, Lansing State Journal. Follow Graham, C O U C H, on Twitter. Thank you, my man, for the update. Anytime. All right, Anytime. Graham, Take care. Yeah, Graham Couch, check it in.